You're listening to Animal Radio. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. Okay, so we're moving a little slow today. January 2nd, of course, is uh, usually you think of yourself being recovered, but for some reason, <laughs> I'm still celebrating I think it's by accident. Get, yeah, as you get older, it takes a lot longer to recuperate. I'll, I know exactly what's happening. I got, uh, first of all, I didn't think it was alcoholic oh, champagne no. that you gave me. You thought it was oh. sparkling grape juice? And I you thought, fell for th- that yeah, one, didn't yeah, you? I did. <laughs> and then I also, when you came back, I thought you'd bring me a t-shirt, but instead you brought me strep throat. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for that, by the way. And then, uh, of course, on top of that... It's just yeah. a new year. I mean, gosh, you know, what else do you need? That's yeah. enough to slow us all down. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a good year, though. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. And uh, we're cleaning out the closet today, the prize closet, so we can put more new gifts for you in it. So all throughout the show today, we have some great gifts. But you got to not talk so loud today. Because I, it's her. Who me? Are you trying to tell oh. me something now? <laughs> Hi, Karen. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Where are you? Las Vegas. Beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Put fifty on red for me. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dr. Debbie. How are you? Hi. I'm really good. What's going on with you today? Hey, I have two Dalmatians, and they both snore. One of them really heavily <laughs> snores. And Louder than your husband? <laughs> uh, no. Wow. A <laughs> couple decibels lower. Yeah. Um, is it possible that dogs can have sleep apnea? And how, oh, Yeah, sure. How would you know? Well, that's kind of the challenging thing. Now, some dogs, it's very apparent. Um, and the breed that I'm going to pick out is the uh, English Bulldog. And those dogs, they are not blessed with good airways, and they have trouble breathing even when they're awake. But we can see particularly with bulldogs and other breeds that really have the squishy faces that they can have airway obstruction when they're awake or even more so when they're sleeping. And what it kind of looks like if, if they're having a problem is basically you'll see the breathing stop. And they may have a very deep intake of breath after that, and sometimes they're kicking or moving or there's a lot of... Uh, they get poor sleep, just like people uh, who have sleep apnea as well. So, uh-huh. now a Dalmatian, I don't know if I could necessarily make the case for sleep apnea. It would have to have maybe some other factors or other kind of upper airway problems to be a significant problem. Are, are you seeing something you're concerned with there? Well, no, he just snores so loudly. I'm, I'm just <laughs> wanting to know if there's something specific that I should look for. And if there, if I thought there was a problem, would there be anything possible to do about it? What about the yeah. snore stop stuff that we have for animals? Does that work? No, seriously. I have a box of snore stop for pets over here. Have you heard of it, doctor? You know what? I've heard of it. I have not heard of anyone using it. So I would be interested in a scientific study to look oh. at that. Yeah. Well, maybe we could send you some, Karen. You have Snore Stop? I have Snore Stop for pets. Believe it or not, there's two different varieties. One is a, uh, looks like one has a, an applicator for the nose, and it looks like another one is a pill. And they're designed for pets. They're made by the same company that makes the Snore Stop for humans. I'd like to send some to you, and you can test it and tell us if it works for you. I'd be interested. Okay. Well, I'm going to finish answering that question, though, Hal. I'm sorry. I'd um. just like to butt it. I, I, <laughs> he me. does this all the time. 
But you asked, how do you know if there's a problem? And, and really, if you're seeing problems where maybe you're hearing loud breathing, you know, a dog that snores heavily, catches their breath a lot, the thing to do is really talk to your veterinarian and we look at getting an airway exam. And that might mean a little bit of sedation, a little bit of anesthesia, so we could look down the throat and see if there's some concerns that might be present. But there are some conditions that can warrant surgery. Some conditions, uh, weight loss would be in order to help with uh, snoring in people and in animals. But those would be the ways that we'd really know. But if it was something that got you concerned enough that you felt you saw your pet not breathing well, then it's important enough to mention and, you know, have that checked out when you go to the vet. Well, thank you. Hopefully that snore stop will help you and, uh, you know, squirt for your husband as well. Yeah. (laughs) I'll try it on him. (laughs) Thanks for your call, Karen. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone of the Dream Team that might be Dr. Debbie. Or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Penn bringing the ha-ha. Animal communicator Joey Turner crossing that bridge for you. Uh, Susan Sims joining us, as well as Bobby working on news. She has uh, news about H1N1, which just seems to show up in the news every week. And as well as kissing a frog, well, veterinarians say you shouldn't do that because you could get a salmonella. And, of course, a lot of people kissing their frog right now because of the movie, The Princess Frog. Listen, that doesn't work. <laughs> I've tried. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Your lucky dog, it's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets as we do every week. Bobby working on news, the most important pet news. She's kind of a geek that way. She All week she wears <laughs> this little pager. And I can only say this now because she's not listening yeah, to me. She, she's like twittering her. So she, she doesn't have her headphones, headphones on. Yeah. But uh, she, she carries a beeper and uh, like a Blackberry. And she's always talking news. And it's she's a single woman. <laughs> but she does report the news for us. Uh, Susan Sims brings us travel talk. Animal communicator Joy Turner bridges that gap. Something the uh, spiritual side. I don't really buy into it all. But Someday. it makes the phones ring. Okay. Yes. I know you do. Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha, Vladi, answering your dog behavior questions. And, of course, I prefer the more scientific approach, the uh, the, med- the medical approach. Oh, well, thank you, Hal. And that comes, of course, <laughs> from Dr. Debbie. Happy New Year, Doc. How are you doing? Hey, Happy New Year. What a good start to the new year here. You look uh, a lot better than I do today. Uh, <laughs> you didn't celebrate yeah. much or what? You know, every year I try, I do my darndest, and I'm up, and I fall asleep at 11 o'clock, and I just can't. You know, you think I'd come in from Vegas, I'd be like a wild and crazy club at night, and, um, you know, I'm such a homebody. I fall asleep early, and my dog say, turn off the light, Mom. You you didn't see the ball drop, did you? I did on the East Coast time. Oh, okay. So that's the great thing, is I can enjoy the East Coast and then go to bed. Ah, there you go. I gotta love that. Well, I'm ready to answer some calls. Are you? Okay. Let's yes, do it. I am. Let's take the calls. one 405 Is it Kenny? Hi, Kenny. Hi. How are you doing? Well, you know what? I'm doing okay. But uh, probably, uh, you know, it's not that bad. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. But what's going on in your world, Kenny? <laughs> oh, nothing much. Uh, I just uh, dropped in uh, on your program there, and uh, I just had a question about ferrets. Oh, ferrets! Um, yeah, Very I've good. got a, well, I had two ferrets. Uh, uh, my female ferret, uh, we bought her probably about three years ago, and uh, just out of the blue, uh, two days ago, uh, she was dead. She uh, was stiff oh, and, and, and died. And um, I was just, I, I don't know, can they catch um, uh, sickness from humans, or can they uh, uh the other ferret's fine. No, nothing's happened. 
you know. I, I just I don't was know. Was there anything happened. going on with her beforehand? Any kind of signs that not, you might have said uh, diarrhea? Anything? Not, not at all. That my my girls get her out. Uh, they they play, and then we got some, uh, uh, our cat at the house. Uh, you know, plays with them, and not not a sign, not any sickness or moping around or hiding or nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and um, had she been eating pretty good for you, or any yeah, drop off in her appetite? Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a bit unusual. Just a sudden passing of a ferret. Um, they do get their share of diseases, and I, I love working on ferrets, but they do get kind of a clustering of different types of problems. Um, yeah. They typically, you know, they're they're fun, they're active, they're energetic, their metabolism is really fast, and they live maybe about five to seven years on the average. So at three years, yeah, I suppose that's what, I, that's what me and my wife are thinking because we we bought her at a pet store. Uh, three uh-huh. years ago, and we really don't know how old she was when we bought her. Oh, okay. And, and I know we've had her going, going on four years, maybe three and mm-hmm. a half years. So yeah. I don't know, maybe she she just died from old age or what. But. Oh, golly. Ferrets like to get kind of a, the typical diseases that they like to get. are A lot of them are kind of hormone-related problems. And uh, ferrets commonly get a disease of the adrenal glands where they lose hair, um, they get weak, um, they can scratch themselves. Um, they can even have some types of reproductive changes that you can see. Um, that's one really common problem in ferrets. They also get some cancers involving the pancreas. Um, yeah. in, involving the lymph system, um, so they can get these problems. It's just a little weird that things kind of came up all of a sudden, um, you know. And I, I'm totally guessing what happened to your baby, and I probably can't help you a whole lot in that realm. But you know, these little guys even get heart disease. So, um, oh. and that could certainly be something that was maybe a little bit more hidden, didn't really show a lot of signs, and then you can have a sudden crisis. But the silver lining, I guess, is that your your ferret. Uh, passed fast. It didn't go through a, a long no, disease. No, no, no. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my, my little girl uh, had them out this, uh, that day, and uh, it happened through the night because my wife found her uh, at the bottom of the cage there the next morning. Yeah. And, and they said, mm, I guess, rig, 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 what's the word? Rigamous order? Rigamous. Rigamortis. Yeah, it, it, it's dead Yeah, just thankful it wasn't a, a long disease that went on for months and every, you know, just drained on everybody. But, yeah. uh, and it could have been just old age, too, right? Could have been yeah, old age. Yeah. You don't know how and, old. And I, and I want for sure, I didn't know, because I've been kind of sick for the past couple of days, and uh, I didn't know if, if that spread through, you know, uh, a flu or Could that happen, Doc? You know, that can. The human cold flu, that we can pass back and forth with ferrets it's not usually by itself something fatal um you know but just like with people if you have something else going on um then perhaps it could complicate some underlying problem but uh so i wouldn't say i wouldn't feel bad that you know you you gave her a cold or something like that and that did her in um but uh, if she did have some other problem then that could just kind of be another thing on the on the pile i've got yeah i've got two blue and gold mccall parrots too and and uh, they they sometimes get the sniffles and stuff and and uh, I just didn't know if it, trans- you know, anything like that just transferred to her. So that, yeah. that's what we just want to know. Maybe, maybe it's old age or she just had something that we weren't, weren't aware of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my condolences to you, and and uh, we'll give your give your other little ferret a, a little kiss for him. Our heart okay. goes out. I hope you're going to get your other ferret a new friend. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we we probably will. My wife probably will anyway. Okay. <laughs> Kenny, okay, thank I, you for I your call. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to the great vet, Doctor Debbie, or the behaviorist, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Vinny. He doesn't really have a title. Smartass. That's <gasps> if he had a card. That's what he. And he makes a good living doing it. Animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby, or Brent. We're all here at your beck and call. Good day, animal radio lovers. It's Vinny Penn, your resident party animal. The topic du jour, or, or, or dare I get cheeky and say a pet peeve of mine. When that friend of yours that you haven't seen in years, a girlfriend of mine, came up to me recently and said, do you want to see a pic? I showed her pictures of my kids, and she said, do you want to be- see a picture of my kids? And she pulls out a photograph of two dogs. I don't know that there's anything more frustrating than this. I get the sentiment of the couple who's decided against having children, but to get a dog together and regard that as that's our child and to regard it seriously, that's what's kind of appalling are the people who do it. See, if you do it tongue in cheek, that's one thing, but to show a photograph of two Rottweilers in enormous hand knit sweaters and say, these are our kids, Chip and Eagle. They're not your kids. I'm all for the treating the pet like a member of the family. I had two dogs in my lifetime, and they absolutely were members of our family. They were man's best friend. I am down with all of that. But they are not your children. As a father, I take offense to it. I have two kids of my own, and it is a totally different situation. I I I, I feel ridiculous even trying to to lay out why it's so. Silly. Now, granted, I dated a few girls in the day where I, I could have had children with them and they would have been dogs. I, I mean, I, I get all that. But to do that, to show that photo and say, dead serious, these are our children. We love them like you love your own children. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because my kids would never have that tartar build up on their teeth. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard canine dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. David, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm all right. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? I'm in Manhattan, Kansas. Manhattan, Kansas. It sounds big and small at the same time. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> David, David, the other was me. It was Vlad. I don't even know where the Kansas is, honestly. Honest to God, I just don't even know. Is it close to Michigan? Uh, no, it's pretty much right in the middle of the country. Okay. Probably so, snowing uh, now. Uh, okay. it's, it snowed the other day. It's starting to melt off just a little bit, which is kind of nice. Oh. I know just a few states in America. I know I know New York, I know Arizona, Texas, Michigan, and California, and you that's know, it. We need to send you on the Route 66 tour for 2010. I think <laughs> we're going to send you out with Susan Sims this year so you could learn your states. Anyway, I know you had a question, David, for Vlade. He can fix any dog issue you have. Well, great. I, I have a uh, almost five-year-old Great Dane named Caesar. Okay. And I adopted him about a year ago from a rescue, and he's been a great dog. Um, but he started to turn into a bit of a chicken, too. Uh, the way our house is situated, you walk down from my bedroom where his kennel is, down a hallway and into the living room, and then the uh, couch kind of forms an area where you have to – it's almost like a hallway to walk into the seating area. And starting a couple weeks ago, Caesar has been real scared of this area uh, for – we don't know why. Um, and, you know, last night I had to carry him from the hallway to the seating area because he was in the back bedroom whining because he wanted to come out, but he was too scared. And even this morning okay. he was too scared to come get his breakfast. Okay. Uh, let me ask you, if before he had chance, if, if there, there was no problem before, am I right? Right. Okay, so he was walking to that space before, he was eating his dinner, uh, and... For some reason, that happened. Yes. When it happened? Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it started. If anything happened a couple of weeks ago? No. The only I I painted in the living room, so maybe he really liked the ugly color before and doesn't like the new colors. <laughs> but that's, okay. That's, as okay. far as I know, the only difference. Okay. What the flooring? Is there any difference in flooring between that no. room and the rest of your house? No, uh, pretty much the whole house is wood floor, um, except for some linoleum. And as a part of my concern is sometimes he'll walk through, but he'll try to get through there real quickly and slip. And uh, that's what I believe. He had expensive knee surgery a year ago, and I'm afraid he's going to wreck the other knee. Yeah, because because I see I see 
these things happening in my practice. People, uh, dogs are afraid of searching flooring. Uh, the dogs uh, have a tremendous need to have a control over their paws, the way how they have a balance. And if anything is unbalanced, that scares them to death. Here is my suggestion to do. I mean, you can start with the very simple one and escalate from that. First of all, I would get your dog uh, outside of your house and would give him a good obedience training. I want to make sure he trusts you. See, if I tell my Mika, Mika, don't shame daddy, stay over here. Uh, if I tell my Mika, Mika, jump through the window, she will. Of course, I will not tell you. But the thing is, she has the trust in me. She knows me. If I say it's okay, it's okay. So get your dog outside. Uh, uh, I don't know if you had obedience training. My standards are much different. I'm hearing in 90% of the time people say, oh, yeah, my dog, perfect. My dog does. And after that, I look at that and say, hey, who trained your dog? You stole money from you. Your dog hasn't been trained at all to my standards. So I want to make sure you put the color and leash on your dog and command should be, see, it's a very important, David. I want you to listen to me attentively. You're going to, it's conditioning. Pavlov, you're going to use the same command later in your house. You're going to say two words. Caesar, let's go. Let's, like rough, like a dog leash. You bark. Caesar, mm, let's go. And after say, Oh, oh, that's the dog is hearing by analogy, translation from one language from English into the doglish. So get your dog outside, scissor, let's go, good boy, and give him momentarily treats. Give him whatever he likes. You see, if it's American dog, give him American cheese. A little bit piece, he's not going to die because of that. Just give him cheese. If it would be a Russian dog, I would maybe give him a shot of the vodka or whatever. <laughs> so, or kalbasa, Polish kalbasa would be, would be good stuff. I like Polish kalbasa. I like Polish people. Uh, the only people who I don't like is Polish men because Polish men always think they know everything. We do. Russian men. Yeah, yeah, Russian man knows he knows everything. Polish man just thinking he knows everything. But anyway, it's separate conversation. So say, Caesar, let's go. And say, good boy, conversation. Caesar, let's go. Good boy. If the Caesar is ahead of you, turn around and snap a leash in the opposite direction. Do it a few times unless he walks with you as the angel. First turn around after snap the leash. And use the color appropriate for your dog and uh, make sure to keep the leash very loose. So walk back and forth unless he just f- follow you like an angel. And uh, every time when you, he makes a five, six steps, you kneel down, give him kiss and hug, and give him a piece of American cheese. Do it many times enough to get him inside of the house. And as nothing bothering you, just say calmly and confidently, Caesar, let's go. And walk through that room where he afraid, and he may in the beginning he's going to little back up, a little bit like us uh, resist. Don't look back. Lizards never look in the back. Uh, in back, they look forward. Just say, "Let's go," I said. And as he makes those steps, kneel down and say, "Good." Boy, Caesar, and give him cheese. It, good dog trainer is like a good pimp. Sometimes you give the authority, sometimes you give the love. Flowers kick, figuratively speaking, of course. I mean, I would be more politically correct because millions of people listening to us right now. You know, I would say, has a good cop. Sometimes stick it, sometimes just smile. So, Caesar, let's go. He doesn't go, come on, come on, I said. And just flick your, flick your wrist, he, he goes. He, he makes the steps, kneel down, give him love. And do it a few times. And uh, as you start to work in that particular room, he will lose 
all his fear. And after that, I would start to feed him in that partic particular room. And if I'm feeding him in that particular room for that week, I would add some canned food. If you use just dry food, I would add something even much better. I want to I make sure in general he is a little bit exercised more than usually, so he would not run through your house quickly. I would in general not, so we're not playing in the soccer in our house. Any exercises outside the house, not inside of the house. That would be my first first way uh, first step of uh, offense if that will not work I would escalate to the maybe putting the car um, putting um, the crate in this room so he would be sleep there maybe using some gates but but it would be seconded that's how I would start it okay my friend and supply him make sure keep him always in that room supply with him for him a lot of great toys including bull sticks and make sure all that love and affection he gets when he's in that room and when he's not in that room no attention I would also ask the part of complementary therapy I would use the music therapy uh, music my pet that Yes, hell, musicmypet.com is the great, great, um, uh, specially designed for the pet's music uh, to calming them down. I would use it uh, for the while while you're working with him in your house. one 405 Everything that Vlade is talking about, you can find more at the website at animalradio.com. For Christmas this year, we were delighted to hear that Blue Buffalo will continue to sponsor Animal Radio, Animal Radio Animal through Radio. 2010. God, they got to be proud. Animal wow. Radio. And that's really Go cool. And blue. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue. Here's the thing. We actually use this here in the studio. So when there's a product that we use that we love so much and they come on board as a sponsor, it just is a win-win situation. So let me read what they've asked me to read instead of yapping. Okay. This healthy Get helping out. of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue Buffalo. Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. Thanks, guys. Bobby Hill, working on news. I see you took Monday off. Did you go to Disneyland? Oh, I went to Disneyland on Monday. Had so much fun. Did you? <laughs> yeah, and I saw people oh, People were there with their, you know, um, service dogs were in training. It's so cool when you see that. Yeah. And one of them was huge. I swear to God, it was part Mastiff. I'm going, my God. <laughs> That's it. Dog could change a tire for you. Yeah, and a protection dog, too. Therapy and a service dog as well as a protection. No one's going to mess true. with you. Yeah, all in one. And, and, and can I just say the funniest thing to see at Disneyland is, and picture this with me, the Alice in Wonderland ride, which is the caterpillar-shaped little cars, and they're going around, and you see them come around, and you see little doggy heads sitting there. <laughs> You're going, what is that? It's really cool. They seem to tolerate the rides extremely well. And I talked to a couple of the people that were working with these um, service dogs in training, and, and I asked, you know, how they doing today and everything, because it wasn't too crowded, and these dogs were just the most calm little they weren't little. They were huge. They were very calm canines. Let's oh. put it that way. So they did really, really well. That's very Disneyland for dogs. Disneyland sent us a list of what? their movies for 2010 and <gasps> all the prizes that were going to be given away as a part of Animal Radio. I didn't see um, that list. I say it's undercover. It's under wraps over here. You want to take a look at you it? You know, he's yeah. been hiding things from us, Judy. <laughs> no kidding. So uh, we want to thank Disney. They've been such good partners with Animal Radio. They have. Yeah. And I am once again wearing my Princess and the Frog slippers. slippers. <laughs> you do, do for the this. show every week. I notice that. <laughs> I do. I love these. <laughs> They're very comfy and warm. And I told you, they have very good grips on the bottom of them. I won't slip and fall on my butt. Yeah, frogs have that, too. They're, they're pretty tight mm -hmm. to the ground. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. I noticed that you were trying to catch a fly on your window there in the booth. You don't actually think you're a frog now, do you? 
No, that's so not funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Just reaching. So what do you got coming up in the news, Miss Bobby Hill? Well, speaking of frogs and kissing and things like that, uh, yeah. uh, the American Veterinary Medical Association wants to caution you about kissing amphibians. We I have the details coming I, up. In the I heard about this. Yep. Well, you know, after Beverly Hills Chihuahua, you know, everyone went out and got a Chihuahua. Now everyone's seen this kissing the frog thing and everyone's thinking they're going to kiss a frog. You can't uh, do that. They're not kissing it, they're licking doctors it. Doctors yeah. recommend against it. No, those are the psychedelic ones, Judy. You're thinking back in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check in with Bobby in just a few minutes. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie, Vladdy, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby. If I sound a little under the weather today, it's... Uh, I have it's my fault. Uh, right. You went to New York Blaming and you brought back strep throat. Yes. I did, I'm fine. I didn't have strep throat. The only one healthy here, of course, is Bobby Hill, and that's because she has her own little newsroom, her news booth that she she actually wouldn't come to work here. sealed. <laughs> yeah, it's hermetically sealed. No air can get in there. It can get in. I have out. my own, own air source. It's filtered. NASA would love this. Wow, beautiful. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Do not kiss frogs. In the movies or elsewhere, kissing frogs can result <laughs> sometimes in a prince, but it could also uh, have some health problems. Frogs, like most amphibians and reptiles, are a source of salmonella. That's not good. It can be transferred to people, mm. the American Veterinary Medical Association and the Association of Reptile and Amphibian Veterinarians. Aren't those doctors for lawyers? No, they're mine. <laughs> are reminding the public that instead of a prince, improper handling of amphibians and reptiles, that would include kissing a frog, can result in some nasty illnesses. So as always, if you're handling these little creatures, wash your hands. And if your frog has already turned into a prince, you can kiss him. Yes. If he's already a After prince, don't fact. worry about that. No threat of there salmonella. There you go. What colors the sky in your world? Huh? Nah, okay, two cases of H1N1 swine flu involving cats were confirmed in Colorado recently. But a Glenwood Springs veterinarian doesn't believe this is a huge concern for pet owners. With pets headed to kennels, however, in the coming weeks, their owners that are, might be traveling, it's a good idea to take precautions. Those planning to kettle a dog or a cat, they definitely should have a vaccine done five weeks beforehand wow. and again two weeks prior that's going to give them the greatest immunity and protection against the virus. The veterinarian also said that vaccines can be done the same day that the pet is put into the kennel and still be effective. And there is a rash of high-profile dog-biting inf- incidents that has prompted a debate over appropriate punishment for some aggressive pets in the state of Massachusetts. Three biters were recently banished from their hometowns. Lester, he's a blue-tick coonhound, which is a pretty good-sized dog. He bit four people. Then there's Gabriella. She's an English Mastiff. She bit the wife of the Red Sox pitcher. Uh It's just not good. And now Hawk, a three-year-old Belgian Malinois, is going to have to leave town after he bit a 71-year-old woman. 
But that's the question. If a dog is dangerous in one town, it is probably dangerous in another town. Yeah. So banishment may not be the best solution. Legislation is being sponsored to define and strengthen the dangerous dog ordinance without banning specific breeds. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Be sure of which common household plants are poisonous to pets like lilies, tulip bulbs, and chrysanthemum and keep them out of reach of all animals. Some foods that are toxic include chocolate, grapes, onions, and macadamia nuts. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. How? By cutting out the middleman. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free, no-obligation quote direct. $5,000 engine replacements and other expensive repairs will cost you nothing. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance, free flat tire service, free jump start service, and low monthly payment options. Feel secure knowing each plan is backed by a solid A-rated insurance company. It's coverage that's customized to meet your needs. Get peace of mind about future expensive car repair bills. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Don't wait. Call 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. You're listening to Animal Radio. They hate it when we talk uh, baby talk to them. Did you know that? <laughs> no, you're supposed to talk. We asked Joy Turner, animal communicator Joy Turner. I said, do, do animals like it when you talk baby talk to them? Because we do it all the time for some stupid reason. No, they like to be talked to as a normal animal. Isn't that right, Blade? And, and I always like to tell to my dogs in the same. I'm like a uh, like millions pet owners and uh, have the same feeling, the same emotions. And sometimes, you know, um, me and my dog uh, Mika, who's following me for my clients, like a bundle dog, he's helping me. Sometimes protecting me because. Sometimes I see very snappy dogs, little dogs, big dogs, and she lay down with me and watching them. If something goes wrong, she indicates me. She's really my great partner. Sometimes I don't take her with me and uh, because different conditions. Some dogs may be sick or whatever, or my clients, I mean. So when I come home, I have the same feeling and emotions when I kiss and hug her. Sometimes my wife gets jealous. Why you always call your dog? And, and I allow the dog. I would like to. Everybody's hearing right now. I allow the dog jump on the furniture and do all another thing things you know why because she's treating me as the human yeah you often say i know you always say keep the the dogs out of bed but that's really only if you're having a issue with uh, the alpha dog or who's alpha isn't it but you can let them into bed if they know who the boss is exactly i always tell the people behavior problems is always can be can be considered as the problem if you people consider it as the problem hi jeff hey how are you doing today I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Very good. You're on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Wonderful. Are you from uh, Texas? Uh, Dover, Delaware. Uh, where is that? Is it close to Michigan, hell? M- Mid-Eastern, sure. i just judging the things of it's close to Michigan or to California. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my friend's got a boxer pit bull mix. Um, about a year Should old. Be. Should be a good dog. 
and uh, it, it was like real playful. Um, I doubt, and, yes, and, yes. Until about three weeks ago, I was like playing. I was playing with this dog at his house, and uh, I like started walking towards the dog with um, like my knees bent and spread open, and I was like slapping inside of my thighs, and she started acting like real strange. Mm. And when I reached out to like pet her, she like snapped at me, and her tail went between her legs. Wow! And she like went and crawled on his bed and like peed all over the place. Well, this, like I figured maybe it'd like go away with time, and uh, she every time I come over to the house or like anyone that's strange to the house that she's not familiar with, she she, she acts like real uh, scared. Okay, uh, how old is she? About a year old. Okay. When she bit you, how badly she bit you? Did she break the skin? Oh, no, no, no. She, like, snapped at me, but she, she never uh, bit. She was just trying to do it to scare me, I guess. Okay, okay. Here is, here is and for everyone who is listening to me right now, I mean, as, as a matter of fact, this aggression is my specialization. If the dog gr doesn't growl, doesn't snap, it's make me boring when I go and train the dogs. Here is the awesome possible solution to fix that dog uh, so the dog would never ever show aggressive behavior from this time on. If the dog would already bit that gentleman who's just calling card right now, from that time, you know, all bets are off. We could control it, but you know, once it happened in the past, it will definitely will happen in the future. But right now, the dog just wants to just scare him away. Uh, so here, here is my here is my input. Number one, I would highly suggest your friends to hire a qualified dog trainer to deal with this on an ongoing basis. What I mean by qualify, I want to make sure the trainer has a all variety of the tools in his toolbox, and he would have profound knowledge in animal behavior as well. And don't focusing on one way or thinking and have some type of the preset idea what is the right, what is the wrong, uh, because time is running out. Uh, as the management, as the management issue and a way to improving this behavior, here is what I would suggest you to do. Ask your friend to put that dog in the crate prior to you come to this house. And please listen to me. And I don't want to hear, oh, we don't have a crate. Oh, we believe the crate is the bad thing. Oh, we never crate our dogs, you know, in our life. You know, if somebody would tell me, I would just literally tell them, just shut up. Just do what I told you to do because, you know, everything which you was doing, it doesn't work. Don't try to, I am the ultimate surgeon. And don't try to question what type of the medication I am giving to you. Judge the doctor not by medication. Judge the doctor by the result which you are getting by applying those medications. So put the do that, that doc, heck a dog in the crate before you come home, number one. Number two, here's what you're going to do. Once you knock the door, that dog probably will bark. Uh, then the owners needs to be the bad cops. You and every stranger in this world from this time on needs to be a good cop. So if a dog barks, the owner needs to snap the crate and make the sound. Ah! The dog shuts up. The owner says, good boy. After that, he opened the door. He allow you come in. So you are the best guy in the world. You must apply, which calls a Russian academic Pavlov double conditioning trick. You have in your hands a bag, a cellophane bag of delicious cookie. Mm. It's, yeah, it must be uh, semi-moist. Like, for instance, company Salad Gold make beef jerky, uh, tiny tots. Those two, I love it. You can use as alternative American cheese 
or Polish kalbasa. Polish kalbasa is great. I love Polish kalbasa. I just don't like Polish man because Polish man always believes he he knows everything. You know, Russian man knows he knows everything. Polish man just think he knows everything. We always have a problem. Have no problems with Polish woman. So have a po- have Polish kalbasa, very delicious with garlic. Or you can you can take uh, American hot dog and fry it with garlic. So, and, something uh, good. I, I get the idea. Just something good. Okay. That, okay. Something good. Approach to the crate. Uh, and 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 uh, let the dog sniff your butt first, uh, because when the dog sniff each other butts, it's just going to the Google or Yahoo for information. Kneel down, don't approach frontwise, approach sidewise. That's like a dog's approaching. Kneel down and drop this uh, piece of the kalbasa, whatever you have. And the secret is, once you're approaching, you make the noise that cellophane back because you want to open. Okay, and the dog knows that stuff is coming. It's a good stuff because it's coming always from strangers, never from the owners. Uh, drop it, walk away. Drop it, walk away. Do it a few five times, and after you will see. You, the owner can take the dog out of the crate. The dog will have no problems with you. Uh, owners can use gentle leader with the suction clip under the chin in order to make sure so it could be more secure. If uh, at the worst case scenario, the, the, the teeth, canine teeth, would not be in use, uh, but uh, this is the starting point of foundation. I would suggest the owners increase the confidence in the dog by doing solid obedience training. Let's go sit, stay, walking on the loose leash. It will increase confidence in the dog because the dog probably is very insecure. So I would increase the confidence. I would desensitize the dogs to the strangers. That would be starting point uh, of this procedure. Give that a shot. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team. If that doesn't work for you, Jeff, give us a call back. And we'll see what we can do to correct the problem, okay? Okay, thanks for all your help, but I appreciate it. Thanks for your call today. We're all here, the Dream Team, at your beck and call. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Find out what we can do for you. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. If you've ever used Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella for birth control, you must listen to this important notice. The FDA says these drugs may cause serious heart and health problems. If you or a loved one took Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella and developed any complications, these pills may be to blame. Call Phillips National Injury Group to protect your rights. If you suspect these drugs may have caused a serious injury, this announcement is for you and your family. Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella may cause deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary heart attack, stroke, or even death. If so, you or your family may be entitled to significant compensation. For legal help with the effects of Yaz, Yasmin, and Ocella, call the Phillips National Injury Group at 800-950-1094. That's 800-950-1094. Injured by Yaz, Yasmin, and Osella, call 
950-1094. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Phillips National Injury Group with offices at 20 East Thomas Road, Suite 2600, 26th floor, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. Admitted in Arizona and California. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, cases of this type may be referred to local counsel for principal responsibility. This is an advertisement and a paid announcer. You're listening to Animal Radio. Okay, the music sounds really loud in the headphones today. I don't know if it's my cold or that I'm still celebrating New Year's. Yeah, two days later, you look still. Look it's the hangover the that just won't quit. I got to love that champagne. It is. Champagne. Uh, was there actually liquor in that? I thought that was just uh, no. No, it wasn't. No it wasn't the champagne. apple juice. Al. <laughs> you should have told me before I drank that whole thing. Yeah. The head hurts. And, uh, this, this is why you don't want to compromise on your quality of champagne. Yes. Based upon price tag. Take it from an expert. That's right. Directly proportional to the length and severity of your hangover. Okay. Oh, see, not me. So I trust can, me. I can drink buy the, the cheap good stuff. stuff. Oh, no, I can do the cheap oh, stuff, and I'm it. fine. Now, of not course, me. this is on top of the strep throat that uh, Judy brought back from New York for all of us. I didn't. Big baby. Yeah. Walk it off, Hal. Yeah. Well, I've been clearing out the prize closet today because it's a new year. I feel like we should get rid of the old prizes. Yes. And last week, we were giving out pup lights. There's, they were a big hit. They were. Those we, are cool. I yeah. still have a bunch left, so I'd like to go ahead and give away some right now at one 405 Help us with cleaning our prize closet this weekend. I see we also have another one of those Greg Popovich books. You we can train your cat. One left. One left. Okay. one 405 The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie is our veterinarian. Just in case this is your first weekend listening, I'll give you the whole rundown, the summary. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Susan Sims with Travel Talk. Bobby working on news. Britt Savage. Uh, I got Judy over here. She's answering the phone. She's screening every all the calls. I'm just the hot air that kind of glues it all together. We have the Ladybug, the studio stunt dog in here, and Boog, the... Uh, Studio Cat. We're all here to celebrate our connection with our pets. Coming up in the news, what are you working on there, Bobby? Well, speaking of uh, swine flu, you big whiny baby, ah. I do have a veterinarian that is is cautioning pet owners not to panic, especially if they have cats, over swine flu and humans, and I'll have details. It's coming up in the news. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? Uh, Angela Bennett. Hey, Angela. How are you doing? How are you? Fine. We're cleaning out the studios, and I have another one of those Greg Popovich. You can train your cat. Would you like one of these? I sure would. You think you can train your cat? Oh, I've already trained a cat. What have, what have you trained your cat to do? Oh, I had a fly knee that would jump through hoops and roll a wow. big uh, can across the floor and uh, climb a ladder and jump onto my shoulder and then jump down. And uh, did, we did 16 different things on spoken command. Holy moly! Oh. That sounds like a special cat there. Now, you said it was Siamese. Do you think that attributed to the, the smartness? Uh, not at all. No, you think you could do that with any cat, huh? Sure. Okay. <laughs> How long did it take you to train them? Well... Uh, you you break everything up into tiny little bits. If uh-huh. you want to teach them to ring a bell, first you have to teach them to go over to the bell. Then you have to teach them to pick up his foot toward the bell. Then you have to teach them to actually pull the little cord and ring the bell. It's a series of little steps. You don't just teach the cat, hey, ring the bell. Oh. You must have a lot of patience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, good. We'll give you one of these books, although you may know everything that's in it already. I'll tell you that right now. Do, do you have Do you have a cat now? Yeah. How many? Just one? 
just one. Okay. Can I give you some world's best cat litter, too? Oh, you sure can. Okay, this is indeed the world's best cat litter made with whole curl corn. We use it here in the studios. I'm going to send you a bag of it right now. And for those of you that don't get a bag, you can get $3 off. Head on over to the AnimalRadio.com website and print out a coupon for $3 off world's best cat litter. Hold on a second, Angela. Thank you. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. I think it's time to call Betty White. Okay. So we'll give her a call. Can you give me the number? Yes. One of those long numbers. And of course, they they never fixed the dialing system here. First, we got to put in the area code and the number. Then the PIN code, calling actress Betty White, the office security code, the zip code, the fire code, the code rack, code on blue, some random numbers. Hello? Hello? Hi, Judy. Hi, Betty. How are you? I'm fine, but I can hardly hear you, darling. I'll try to speak up. There we go. Okay, I have Hal here with us also. Nice to talk to both of you. It's well, you too. Very nice to talk to you, of course, uh, the great actress, but not, oh, not and a lot. I got you fooled. <laughs> well, hey, listen, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> right. But you're also a big animal lover, too. Well, that's my real work. I mean, uh, show business is my hobby, but my real work is animals. Do you remember your first animal, the first animal that you made that connection with? Well, I guess it was before I remember, because when my folks brought me home from the hospital, uh, we had Toby, a marmalade cat, mm-hmm. who was... Uh, uh, what, what kind of leg? Monoleg? An orange cat. Oh, okay. They call them marmalades. Okay. And uh, so Toby would sit on the corner of my crib, and my mother always said, if Toby hadn't approved of the new baby, she would have sent me right back to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I come by my animal love naturally. Did you have kind of a reverse role as a child? Instead of you bringing home pets and asking your parents if you could keep them because they followed you home, your parents did that? That was it. They'd say, oh, Betty, he followed us home. Can we keep him? (laughs) Of course, I was in hog heaven. We all just loved him. Well, that's great to have an environment be brought up, and your parents encourage that environment with animals. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm anything with a leg on each corner. I don't care what it is. But I'm a big kitty person. Uh-huh. I, my bobcat. I just lost my bobcat. I'm sorry. A month ago, and he was uh, he was about eighteen, and uh, he oh, well, was a foundling, so I didn't know his exact age. But he uh-huh. was a beautiful Himalayan who was such a people cat. Sounds like he lived a, a very long life too. Yes. Any other animals at home? Yes, I have a. They're looking at me. I have a golden <laughs> retriever. He was puppy raised in Alaska to be a guide dog. Wow! But he his hips didn't quite measure up, so he went into career change, <laughs> and uh, so he's ten now, and his name is Kita, K-I-T-T-A. Wonderful. Because in Inuit, Kita means forward. Oh. And then I have my little old girl here, my little Shih Tzu, Uh Panda. She's a black and white Shih Tzu who will be 15 in September. 
Wow. I talk to my pets a lot. Do you think I should be embarrassed about that, Betty? I think you should be embarrassed for apologizing for it. <laughs> that, that, believe me, I, of course, I talk to all animals, but, but the, the pets, they may not know the exact words, but they read you so completely. Your tone of voice, your, your body language and all that. And you just deal them into the, into the family and, and deal them into the conversation. It's amazing the results you get. We actually have a, a cat that actually runs the radio show. Oh, uh, really? What, what kind? A black and white tuxedo cat. Oh, I love tuxedos. He's, uh, he, he watches us all the time and making sure that we're working and, and doing everything properly. And, of course, if any city officials or government officials come by, uh, we refer them directly. Uh, to Boog. To Boog. Oh, his name. well, of course. What's his name? Boog. Boog? Oh, well, but please give him my love. I will. Now, let me ask you this question before we let you go here. I, I know that you're a wonderful actress and animal lover, but I just realized you're also the author of four books. Yep. And I had a wonderful time. I love writing, and I've, I've, someday I'll get back to I've got number five started, but someday I'll get back to it, but not right now. Are these animal books? Uh, well, the first one was Pet Love, and oh. how pets take care of us. They were therapy animals, you know, not only guide dogs, but hearing ear dogs and, and hospice cats and all that. So that was Pet Love. And then... Uh, the next one was uh, Betty White in Person, which was a series of how I feel about old grief and marriage and and love and all that sort of thing, kind of essays. And uh, mm-hmm. then the third one was The Leading Lady, who was my beloved Dinah. She was a golden retriever guide dog that when she retired as a guide dog, she belonged to my best friend. And, of course, he was going to keep her when he got his new guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she just went, she couldn't face, a, a, she lost her master, she lost her job, and she just went under the bed and wouldn't eat or anything. So I said, let me try her, Tom. And uh, so she came to me and had a whole new job. She had my housekeeper to break in and the <laughs> mailman and the UPS man and the pool man. So uh, Tom and I wrote the book. We didn't write it together. He wrote his chapters on his early life with Dinah. He was a special correspondent for uh, Good Morning America, Mm -hmm. and he used to travel all over the country with just Dinah, and she would take him all over. So he wrote his chapters about the young Dinah, and I wrote mine about how her wonderful transition into this new life. And she came to me when she was 11, and she made 15 by three days. Wow. (laughs) And uh, so Tom always said she taught him how to grow up and me how to grow old. And then the last one uh, was Betty White in person, which, I mean, uh, here we go again, which is kind of my my television career from (laughs) scratch. Before we leave, any words of wisdom that you'd love to give the listeners about their animals? Yes, just, just enjoy each and every day their roads are shorter than ours so make the most of every day that you're together and also be, be, be responsible for your own animals and then we wouldn't have an animal problem yes. if everybody took their own responsibility and dealt that, that pet into the family and considered everybody else even the people who aren't as animal oriented as we are 
if you don't take your responsibility, you turn animal moderates into animal haters, and you don't want to do that. No, you no. sure don't. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the work you both do. Thank you, Hal, and thank you, Judy. Thank the, you, Betty. Betty White on Animal Radio, and there's more Animal Radio on the way. Stick around. I, I would if I could. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Part of the Animal Radio Dream Team is Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Vlade, who makes a better trainer, a woman or a man? Not seriously. <laughs> Lady calling about the problem, it doesn't mean she has intentions to fix it immediately. Mm. For instance, if my wife comes to me and says she doesn't like the color of the wall in her office, from my perspective, she needs to be on the way to pick up some paint and, and repaint it or ask somebody to repaint it. Sure. But that's the man's reaction is. Uh, the ladies like to complain about this, but they, they, they really don't want to do it immediately. They want to think about that. So what you're uh, saying is the ladies take time to think things out. Men, they just react off the cuff right there. Is that what you're yes, saying? And it, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean the man is, uh, you, know, you know me, I'm not trying to be politically correct. I, I, believe in, I believe in the way you need to think before act. But sometimes in our life, when the things goes bad and bad and bad, and everyone telling you this is the wrong, you have to take actions immediately. So there is proactive approach, there is a reactive approach. But the more we act proactively, the less we will need to act reactively. Huh? I like how I said. Sometimes I say smart things. You really do. And uh, every time you do, I make sure that I, I take the tape and I put it in a time capsule because for years from now, let's say 60, 70 years, there won't be a Vlade around to help you with your problems. But hopefully we can uh, impart his wisdom for generations to come because it's all very smart stuff to help you with your dogs. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, a Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, uh, Bobby Hill working on news, and Twittering. She's our little social networking butterfly. I'm actually feeling a little better now. It's uh, Happy New Year to all of you. We're cleaning out our closets today. Uh, we're cleaning out all the old prizes. We have some old stuff we're giving away and some new stuff. Coming up this hour, drug-sniffing dogs. Yes, you can hire, I believe this is out of L.A.? Yeah, it's out of L.A. You can hire a dog to come to your house and sniff your kid's room for marijuana or drugs for about 175 bucks. And we're going to be talking to the guy who put this together in just a few minutes. Hey, Animal Radio. Yes, did I make it for the pup life? You, you know what, do we have any left? I think I have one left. Judy is so good to you. Who is this? Uh, this is uh, Roberta Tolanen. Hi, Roberta. What kind of dog you have? Uh, well, I actually have two. One is called a Chonder, I think. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the mother was a full-blood schnauzer, and the dad was Jose Prejean. So oh. it's, it's a high-blood uh, designer. Wow. Mutt. Okay. So, two dogs I have never heard of yeah. in my entire career. Call it in for Pup Lights. Will you please send me a picture of your dog? Oh, okay. Okay. And I want to let you know, I drive trucks, and I have my two puppies, and they're about 
15 pounds, and I carry them around little sandwich bags. And I put my hand in the sandwich bag, oh. and I pick up their poop. Ah, you're, you're talking uh, about the person who wrote in earlier. She, she, yes. I, I believe it was a, a male trucker, male, yeah. was it? He said he's sick and tired of people not picking up their poop and at the I, truck stops. I agree. I agree with him. Uh, but I want, it, I want you to know that I do always. And I have found, since I started carrying around these sandwich bags, they come in handy for everything. I always have them in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Well, you really cheered me up today. We're gonna, I'm going to see if we can send you two pup lights if we have them. And I'm also going to throw in a Kong, too. Okay? Oh, wow. Oh, that's, oh, my God. Thank you so much. I enjoy your show so much. I'm really forward to it. Thank you so much for listening. one 405 8405 to get in touch with any one of us. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people, too. In Cincinnati, a lucky seven-year-old girl won an eight-pound lobster in a local supermarket raffle. But the lobster was really the lucky one. Miranda Hutchins was determined to win Bubba the Lobster so she could set him free. Easier said than done. After winning, Miranda's family called and emailed zoos and aquariums, but none of them wanted Bubba. Finally, Mike Britson from the Columbus Zoo contacted a diver in Maine who agreed to find Bubba a home in the Atlantic. Miranda's family spent $280 to send Bubba to Maine in a foam container. Bubba should be safe from the dinner plate in Maine waters where lobsters his size are illegal to catch and keep. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of us here. It could be Doctor Debbie, Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, uh, Britt, one of the dogs, Judy, me. We're all here all for right. me. That's your beck and call. I don't know what kind of Hell, advice I, think I you're give. You're loosening I am. from your high fever. You know, I'll tell you what it is. I have a little. It's a combination of the Nyquil, the strep throat, and the fact that it's just so soon past New Year's. And, and the champagne, which you thought was uh, apple juice. Your blood right. alcohol yeah. level maybe a little high. Is that what you're I don't think no. I should be on the air, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. We need so a, a little heads up. We need a designated DJ for you. <laughs> Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to a guy who has drug-sniffing dogs. Also, giveaways. More giveaways. Schwag. Schwag. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to just become a listener to this show because you could win so much on this show. And, of course, as a host, you can't win Jack. No, you don't. You're just not eligible not for any of this. But you I'm going to disguise my voice and call in. Call in, so in later and try to win some of the shabby dog tees and leashes will be given away. Woo-hoo. Cool stuff. Well, I see you're Twittering and doing the news. What do you got coming up? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a look at a domestic violence shelter that is in the great state of Texas that's doing more than helping just women. It's helping their pets as well. It's coming up for you in the news. How cool is that? Happy New Year to all of you. We hope you have a most wonderful New Year for your pets. I feel that this year is going to be a big year for everybody. Yeah. Last year was, let's face it, last year was a bunch of crap. Oh, it was a struggle. <laughs> it's got to get better. It's you know, get I mean, better. with the economy and just everything. Hi, Valerie. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Have you made any New Year's resolutions? Uh, not as y- as of yet, but I'm sure they'll probably be the same as last year. Did you break last year's? <laughs> okay. Um, some of them, I, I think I did. Are any of them for your pet? Any any New Year's resolutions for your animals? 
absolutely to train my uh, female pug to not jump up and scratch at us. Oh, that's good. Oh. Good plan. Good plan. So what's going on with your animals? What's going on with your animals? I have Dr. Debbie here. Well, yes, we have, two, we have two pugs, Olive and Louie, and actually they're with us now. We're on a road trip, 16 hours, heading to the Midwest. Wow. And we have issues with, the, uh, especially the, the male pug, with their anal glands. And we've tried putting bran flakes and corn flakes in their food, um, and that did not work. And additionally, we drained his glands uh, 24 hours before we left. And shortly into our trip, uh, we had issues again with his anal glands. I'm wondering if you have any recommendations. Okay. What a pleasant topic here, anal glands. <laughs> anal glands and cornflakes corn <laughs> go together. <laughs> so when you're, say, when you're saying they're having problems with their glands, what are they doing? Are they having uh, infections? Are they scooting? What type of issues? No. Uh, he, he doesn't even know that it's happening, but he leaks. And it's, uh, oh. it's just, it, it mm. smells. And it makes it, oh, um, yeah. for the, and when you have it in the car, we, we can instantly smell it. So we are traveling now with towels on our lap. Um, oh. And I was just wondering, you know, what is it more than we can do? Because within 24 hours, um, I don't know if they fill back up again. Mm. And I don't know how fast they fill back up. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you, you're dealing with pugs, and pugs and anal glands are huge problems. There are certain breeds where we do see more issues with anal glands, not necessarily always infections, but just a lot of buildup. And pugs, beagles, basset hounds, those tend to be on my top list of the top three that, you know, we really see a lot of frequent anal gland emptying. And that's one thing that I would start as part of the treatment for a pet that has a problem with a lot of buildup is to express those, sometimes even monthly. And when they're expressed, Expressed, I'm definitely all for having them done with a, a veterinarian or someone who feels comfortable doing the full rectal exam and emptying those glands out because it's very easy to leave some behind if we're just doing the external kind of squeeze on those glands. Um, but, you know, there's some, there's some situations where beyond just this normal buildup, that and you mentioned fiber and fiber for some people we believe maybe helps and to keep the stool bulk up so that these glands get emptied as they're poo-pooing and um, you know I don't know that it's necessarily scientifically proven but everyone likes to try it and add in things like metamucil or extra sources of dietary fiber um, you know some dogs actually can have some allergies like food allergies which can contribute to anal sacculitis which is the inf- infleck- infection or inflammation, if I can get my L's out there, um, of that of those glands. So uh, sometimes I will actually put a pet on a hypoallergenic diet, and that can help remedy some of the frequency of problems with those glands. And then, you know, I guess the other thing is that if you've tried a lot of those remedies and you've gone down that road and you're expressing these glands and they're leaking no matter what you're doing, um, there is a surgery to remove those. It would be... Probably my last choice, unless you know we really had a uh, a proven problem that we can't correct with any other means. But for some dogs, especially those just those leakers, um, it may be something you really want to talk to your vet about. Okay, she taught us how to uh, empty them ourselves. But my thought is, if within 24 hours he was still having some serious problems, perhaps we did not empty them completely. 
Yeah, definitely. Because that would be a bit quickly for those to fill up. But I do see some dogs even within a week or a couple weeks where we would anticipate that they're uh, filling up. So, yeah, you might maybe just, you know, run the test and have that done professionally and see if that helps to hold you a little bit longer. Because the reality for a lot of pugs and a lot of these dogs, um, once a month tends to be kind of the frequency that I tend to get them uh, up to as far as for regular maintenance on these suckers. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Valerie. We wish you the best of luck with your travels across the country. Have a happy new year. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. That could be Dr. Debbie, Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, or even Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. The studio cat has brought in a live grasshopper. Ah, grasshopper. Those are so much fun to play with for kitties. Yeah, yeah, they are. They love those. You know, I'm one of those people. The grasshopper, not so much. Yeah. I love when they play with the little little things but there's some there's some like praying mantises i will take away there's something about a praying mantis i just don't want them eating it it's an amazing little little yeah. guy well i don't let them eat the, the little grasshoppers either i go and rescue them so yeah they're, they're not guy. actually not allowed to eat anything this let's is, put it that way even if they bring guy. home yeah. a, a varmint this guy's about four or five inches long he's a big guy he is a big grasshopper Ooh. and because we're on the air and slightly hungover uh <laughs> we're gonna let the cat go ahead and, and still legally drunk in some states. For the new year. <laughs> That's good luck, I'm sure, in some cultures. Ha, grasshopper. Animal radio. Hi, I'd love to try one of those collars. Do you have one available? Oh, the pup light. Yes. Oh, I got your pup light right here. Hold on a second. Okay, you, you, wh- what kind of dog? Oh, even knew my name. What, uh, wow. what kind of dog do you have? I recognize your voice. Isn't that funny? Today, I have an Alaskan Klee Klai. An Alaskan Klee Klai. Klee Klai? Yes. K-L-E-E-K-A-I. Yeah, he's a miniature husky. Wow. Oh, I thought I knew him all. I've seen those dogs. <laughs> what, does it look, what does it look like? What's his name? He, his name is Bueller. Uh-huh. And he, he's uh, uh, kind of a gray and white, uh, brown eyes. Um, looks just like a miniature sled dog. Oh, wow. Very cool. 16-pound 16, 16 sled dog. Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you one of these pup lights, but you got to send me a picture so that I can see what your dog looks like. I can do that, absolutely. I'll send it with a picture of the collar on. Thank you, Leslie, for listening to Animal Radio. This healthy helping... This healthy helping... (laughs) I didn't know if my mic was on. You're such a professional. I am a professional. How long have I been doing this? This healthy helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. But professionals don't try this at home. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 
Phytofriendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Phytofriendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phytofriendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free no-obligation quote direct. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Call 800-238-9082. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Drug-sniffing dogs. Where are drug-sniffing dogs? On the show today. Oh, cool. Don't you just love the parents that want those in their home to check on their kids? That's going to be fun. <laughs> Excuse me. Clue number one, you're not doing your job as a parent. It's, uh, it's pretty controversial. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to be having this guy on who has uh, drug-sniffing dogs. And you can they're for hire. You can have them come on to, over to your house and check out your kid's room. Find out if there are drugs in there. Now, he was going to be uh, in studio today, but we decided we'd just rather have him over the phone. <laughs> Why is that, uh, Why is that? Yeah, Hal. What are you I'm coming just up? curious. What, what are you working on in the newsroom there, Bobby? Don't you have something newsy going on? Oh, nice distraction. I like that. Well, we're going to take a look at what's going on in Victoria, Texas. There's a domestic shelter, uh, domestic violence shelter that is working to include animals. Got the news coming up for you. Did I get that right? Yes. Sure. Yes. Okay. I did. I paraphrased that in a really backwards way. Sorry about that. Happy New Year to all and your pets. Very popular holiday in Russia. A lot of vodka. A lot of what? Hol- oh, what holiday doesn't have a lot of vodka? Exactly, exactly. But the hol- New Year holiday is the very special back in Russia. It came from the Soviet era, and people still truly support that tradition. Now, do you celebrate it at the same time that the U.S. celebrates their New Year? Uh, as usually, everything which is uh, good for the Russians can be wrong for Americans and vice versa <laughs> works too. So it's always like uh, at least 24 hours different. Ah, okay. We're going to go take some calls right now. If you just tuned in, it is Animal Radio. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby Hill working on news. More H1N1 news and more recall news on the way. And uh, I am suffering 
from strep throat that Judy brought back from New York City last week. I don't have strep throat. So I have the I have the strep throat. And then Hold on, on. Yeah? Did, did, what else she brought it from? Any any more contagious diseases or just that one? That's uh, that was enough. And I got to say it's it's had me down the whole week. And plus, of course, yesterday being New Year's, I did a little bit of drinking as we all do to celebrate the yeah. new year. And I thought it was uh, alcoholic-free. You, you see, guys, you always keep telling just Russian drink, uh, like to drink. You like to drink a lot. I, you I, know, you, well, I thought it was non-alcoholic, though, bloody. Yeah. Okay, come Apple on. Uh, 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 sorry for interruptions. You, you know, I, I spent some time in the Russian restaurant, uh, you know, uh, with my American friends. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the Russian restaurant tradition, they put the, the, the waitress, don't even ask. They, he put the bottle of the vodka on the, each table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they did not put an out table because we did not uh, pre pre order before. Not uh-huh. in a Russian restaurant, you pre order before. Sure. So my Ar- American friends were kind of jealous. They were looking around and just make the comments about those bad Russians with this vodka. Uh-huh. And I said, you want to have a bottle of vodka? I called the waiters two bottles of vodka on this table. They were <laughs> so happy and relaxed. You, you, guys, uh, you guys drink vodka for anything, really, and anything and everything, right? I mean, you celebrate yeah. everything with celebrate vodka. Celebrate Friday with vodka. Yeah. Hey, it's Monday with vodka. Yeah, exactly. But it also depends on where you live. Let's say in the part of the Soviet Union where I lived, uh, you know, the wine was like a vodka. We, our, our state, Moldova, it's like little Italy. Italy. So it's a little different tradition. So mm-hmm. Russia is a huge country, people. And you can find the climate like... Like in Siberia, like in Alaska, where Sarah, Sarah Pelham was in charge, uh-huh. who is the great expert about Russian culture. Sarah Pelham, we watch you too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, we can find the land in Russia like your Florida or California. So it's a huh. very best country. Mm-hmm. Well, you're here now, and you're answering questions. You're helping dog owners all across America who have problems with, well, there's behavior problems. It could be separation anxiety. It could be uh, peeing in the wrong place. It could be running out the door when you open. It could be barking uh, at other dogs. Whatever it is, you are like the the go-to expert to cure this. I, mean, I am. Do a lot I of people am. come to you after they've gone to somebody else? Yes, it's a very common to see in my voices. Five trainers fail, four trainers failed, and you know what? I have to tell you very, very, very honestly. This is after uh, after New Year time, so it's a time of confession. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm uh, I'm suffering myself with the very severe dry eyes. I know how that starts. Dry what eyes, happened, but you know, I go from one doctor to another, uh-huh. and I'm looking for Vladi. I really wanted to find the one who would cure it. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. Just, just I, I'm just amazed how those doctors in this country been trained. You know what? I have to reveal that. They just look at the microscope. They see the, they see the symptoms. They go to their notebook and tell me what, what the prescription is to, to masker my symptoms. I don't want that. I want to know why I have it. And this is, this is philosophy, why I'm so successful. Uh, not just a big part of maybe my success is, uh, uh, has to do to my blue Russian eyes, which probably Judy thinks. <laughs> but in the, in the reality is I always address the cause of the problem and I am that doctor who the people came and couldn't uh, they went from one to another behaviorist and trainer and they come to me routinely and I'm fixing their pets if I enable nobody able well what you do is you give you give the listener like a quick answer to to cure it right then that's there and then you also go a little further and find out what's causing the problems or the bad behavior and that's what we all love about Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard hi Genevieve hi how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Where are you today? 
I'm actually on the road on our way to um, Bullhead, Arizona. Beautiful Bullhead, Arizona, where I'm sure it's pretty nice and warm today. What's going on with the dog? Well, I've got two um, toy poodles. They're sisters. They're three years old, Lola and Lilo. And they have a barking problem as soon as I believe it. I believe it. Uh, can, can I? I just afraid to mispronounce your name. Could you pronounce it yourself? It's Genevieve. Genevieve. Are you it, uh-huh. Italian? No. Uh, actually, in the background there is, but I'm um, Hispanic. Ah, Hispanic. Okay. Jean, so. Genevieve. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So Hell sp- speaks in Spanish better than me. <clears throat> His cat speaks too. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, two toy poodles. Okay. Yeah. I have a special pleasure working with the poodles in general. Of course, mostly I like the standard poodles. And you laugh or not, Hell? Don't look at me like that. Uh-huh. But the poodles, it's like PhD of the dog. Dog Kingdom. They are smartest. They're even smarter than German Shopper. Wow. Honestly. Yeah, myself. Yeah. Myself, I would owning the poodle. If not the searching factor involved in Los Angeles area in the Southern California when the man is owning poodle. I don't want to go far from that. I get it. I get it. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so the thing is, I, I like poodles a lot, but they are very manipulative. You know what the manipulative is? It's like wife learns to do eventually if she's successful, you know, <laughs> that type of the behavior they're all the, all, always, um, you know, exhibiting. Now, standard, uh, the small poodles, it's a little bit more, more problem. You know, they're much snappy, they're much barky and all that things. Now, if I would like to give you one one shot to solve to resolve your problem. It would be one great device by name Pet Convincer. PetConvincer.com. You every time when they bark, you push the button. Convincing air comes on the run, and one convincing air blast your bad be- dog's bad behavior in the past. I, uh, trust me on that. I mean, so it, what does she do? She sprays it. She uses the Pet Convincer when they start barking. Yes, you push the button and the air with sound comes out. You don't, you just aim to the shoulder blade and don't try to confuse it with, uh, let's, uh, household cleaner or computer cleaner because that one has a, yeah. a very bad chemicals. This one, very safe air, specially designed for dogs. Petconvincer.com. But after that, just think, why my dog barks? And after that, maybe give them some alternative. Here's what I would like you to do. If you're a truck driver or if you're having this problem in your home environment, put the nice music, which, which would really relax them. Music My Pet. This is the great CD. I always recommend relax and soothe your dogs. MusicMyPet.com would be another place to go. And, of course, I would supply your dog with the nice toys because give them something else instead of barking on the people. I, I want to make sure give them some interactive toys, which is... The dog playing, maybe some kibbles falling from the cube or falling from the toy, or nice chew toys, which is uh, bullet sticks. Bullet sticks, uh, hell knows exactly what it is, and uh, he can give more detail about that toy. It, it, it's a bull's penis, is what it is. And uh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> send, your, send your email to your voice at animalradio.com. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to. I would just want to clarify. It comes in different shapes and different sizes. Different shapes. Notice and that. Different sizes. Yeah, I just want to make sure she understands. Yes. That wasn't Chernobyl that that caused that, was it? All variety is, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. But, but we fi- we make fun or not, but honestly, the dog loves that toy, and he can chew it. It's very safe. And uh, so basically, your dog barks, use pet convincer. That's the sound gonna comes like that. They stop. You say, "Good girl, good boy," and give them something else to do, which is some of interactive toys. So you're stopping and, and redirecting is what you're doing, right? Correct, redirect, yeah. praise. Correct, redirect, praise. But don't try to tell them, hey, "Mary Lucy, please stop barking. Mommy doesn't want you to bark." Or know it, cut it off, nut it down. You say, "Like my neighbor, I have a free 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 house is down. Has a four chihuahuas. I know who allow him to keep four dogs on the." <laughs> promises. He have a four chihuahuas all out of control. Me and my Mika walking, passing by, their dogs barking heads off, and he just screaming like, hey, like he's the big man. Shut up! And just cut it off. And every time the same thing. Why to do that? Why yell and scream? Just convince and compel. Your dog is not that. You just need that. I mean pet convincer. One convincing air blast, bad behavior in the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, Genevieve, I hope that helps you out a little bit there. I sure hope, yeah, because like yesterday, um, there's a car, you know, we have a very long driveway, so my daughter's coming, driving up the driveway, and she shoots out, Lola shoots out of the car, out of the the front door, Mm. chasing towards the car, I'm saying, Lola, stop, no, no, and you know, usually, Lola. um, Lola likes your no. Lola thinks your word no is her nickname. She thinks she's been praised, right? Exactly. She thinks you're barking with her together. She gets your attention. Give her attention she does not like. Remember, people, uh, when you have a problem, you have always two ways to deal with the problem. Number one, keep complaining about the problem. To me, to everyone else on the streets, whatever. It's not going to be resolved by doing this. Number two, take actions. My Solutions works with one stipulation. Just do it. Do it. Call us back and tell him. We're receiving, by the way, many calls where the people call and say, your solution worked. And they're receiving many emails who says it worked. It always works. Just please do it. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. If you want to email Vlade, you can do that at Vlade, V-L-A-D-A-E, at AnimalRadio.com. All the email addresses for the entire staff over at the website. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. A $2 million domestic violence facility is expected to open next year in Victoria, Texas, and it's helping not just people. The Women's Crisis Center in Victoria is adding a pet shelter. Joe Jansen with Midcoast Family Services says the organization has had victims of domestic violence refuse to seek shelter because there were no accommodations for their pets. Jansen says some of the people who left pets behind have horror stories about animal abuse and death. The Women's Crisis Center has formed a partnership with the American Humane Society to take part in the Pets and Women's Shelter Program. And moving around the great state of Texas, a man who has lost several dogs in his Dallas neighborhood is speaking up in hopes that the city will create stiffer penalties for people taking other people's pets, basically. Brad Kirby said his 8-year-old husky was stolen two years ago. While Kirby got her back... 
He said he's never found his other Huskies, Cosmo and Diamond. He tried to get the Dallas City Council to adopt a new ordinance forcing people to take stray animals to a shelter or vet's office so they can be scanned for a microchip. Problem for police is that the state law considers pets property and any thief who gets caught often only gets charged with a misdemeanor. Darn it. They're working on it. Mm. And leaving the family pet type outside this winter is going to add some problems to you if you live in the great state of Utah. There's a new ordinance that the Salt Lake County Council approved on Tuesday. Under the rule, anyone who leaves a pet tethered for more than 10 hours in a single stretch or in severe weather conditions could be issued a citation. It also includes language that requires a tied-up pet to have adequate food and water. Yeah, I don't know how you Salt feel Lake. about that, but I'll tell you, I'm with them on this. I think this is good. Yes. Being yeah. tied Absolutely. up causes freedom frustration. It could cause all kinds of behavior problems and aggressive issues. It's so bad. We had a listener last week. They called and they mentioned that their dog was tied up like there was nothing wrong with it. And it may just be an educational thing. Dogs can't be tied up. Can't do that. How would you like to be tied up for eight, ten hours? Well, I don't know. It doesn't sound that bad. Will you be doing the tying? Sorry. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for traveling with your cat. Be sure your cat's identification is firmly attached. Make sure vaccinations are up to date and medications are packed. Don't forget to bring your cat's medical records, particularly if you're crossing state lines. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at WD www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. Happy New Year from all of us at Animal Radio. To your animals, to your friends, may this be the best year. 2000 for all of you. And tough times last year for all of us, everybody, kind of taking a hit financially. And, of course, that trickles down to the animals. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking this year is going to be better for all of us. Here's to 2010. And the animals are going to benefit, too. Oh, yes. A lot of good toys coming out this year. A lot of car manufacturers developing cars around the pets. Oh, and vets have some great new products out. Ha! It's going to be a good year. Good stuff. And some of them going to work. You know, dogs need a job. They need uh, some do, yes. There's they some couch potatoes. They got to earn their keep, man. Yep. And Raul Perez. Doggy treats are not free. They he has a dog. Yeah, he gives his he gives his dog doggy treats, but his dog has to earn it. His dog is a drug-sniffing dog. Mm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I thought they, they would be like owned by the police department, but yeah. he is a, is it a security company that I he has? So. Let's we'll get him on the phone. Him. Hey, Raul. Yes. Hey, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing great. And you guys? Very good. Where are you? I'm in the city of West Covina. West, so the L.A. area. And you, Los Angeles. Beautiful West Covina. You have a security company. What is it called? It's uh, Abbott Security Services. Abbott Security. And a part of your security services, you have a dog that's a drug-sniffing dog. Yeah, we have several, actually, uh, drug-sniffing dogs uh, that we train for, um, for parents that need our services, just in case they're teens. Uh, are using possible drugs or bringing drugs into the home. Okay, so people would call you up, parents would call you up and say, I'd like you to bring your drug-sniffing dog over and check my son's or daughter's room out. Is that what they would do? Yeah, yeah, basically that's the way the program works. The, the program's called Parents in Charge, and, and we, you know, you know, my wife and I and my partner, we, we put this program together several years ago 
so uh, we can uh, kind of help parents as a tool. I bet you're a big hit with the kids. Oh, yeah. Kids <laughs> absolutely love me. Yeah. <laughs> how's, the, how's the business doing? Is it doing well? Are there a lot of parents calling you for this? Yeah, actually, we do get a lot of calls. I mean, we've, been, we've had a lot of publicity these past few months, and we've, uh, parents know that the service is out there now. And we are getting a lot of calls on it. What do you guys do with the product that might be found? Well, we kind of let the parents get the first choice with that. Um, if we do find anything, we'll, we'll, we'll allow the parent to dispose of it themselves, or if they like us to dispose of it, um, we usually turn it in. And uh, but we, it's all confidential, so we we don't mm-hmm, sure. necessarily say where it comes from. Are they, they your personal old. personal dogs? There are company dogs, yeah, they, they are our personal dogs. We have a total of three dogs that are working every day. And they like that. They need that job, don't they? They, ab- they absolutely love it. You'd be surprised. Every time I open up this door and put them in the kennel of the car, man, they, they know they're working. What, and what they can distinguish. Work. Yeah. <laughs> what type of dogs are they, and how long did it take you to train them? The trainings can r- roughly run between 6 to 12 weeks. Um, one's a German Shepherd. He's a seasoned dog. I've had him. He's actually my academy dog. I've had him for five years, and um, he's a he's a, a seven year old German Shepherd. I just imported another dog from uh, the UK, which is a Mally Mallymont, and then I have a Golden Retriever that I'm working with now. So um, yeah, they 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 love the work. They they just they absolutely love it. Is one dog better than another? Do you find certain breeds are better at this? Uh, you, you know what? I really love working with the Shepherds because of the loyalty and this is the bonding with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they they you you'll have a certain breed that has more higher drive than the other. Have you ever had a parent uh, bring a dog to you and ask you to train them so they can keep it? Oh, yeah. I get a lot of people that will. will uh, matter of fact, we just did a couple training sessions a day. Are there other companies like this across the country? Are you unique to this? No. Actually, you know what? I've been, well, I was for the, for the past nine years. Uh, but uh, there's a company called Sniff Dogs that I got to talking to uh, back in the East Coast. She started this program a year ago, and, and we kind of network each other, you know, services out to one another, hmm. either from the West Coast to the East Coast, that everybody's going to know about the service, and, you know, kids are going to be like, hey, wait a minute, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's another drug somewhere else. out there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd be surprised. Well, you're a parent, right? Yes. Do you think that this is lazy parenting? I mean, if you have to bring a drug dog in to see if your kids got drugs in their rooms, I got to say, I don't think you're doing your job as a parent. Or is that hyper vigilant? Because I see it the opposite way, but we always see things. Well, opposite. I can understand it with the pre-existing problems, but for the parents who just want to, you know, spy on their kids, do you? How do you feel about that? If you're talking about privacy, you know, if I'm a parent, I have two kids. I have a 20 year old and, mm-hmm. and a 16 year old, and uh, the bottom line is. My kids, you know, I'll allow them to have their privacy, but if I suspect or, or, or believe that they're doing something behind my back, I have no no hesitation to uh, ask or to do the things I need to do to, to help them, you know, in bad habits. We're with Raul Perez. He's the owner of a company that began to offer drug-seeking dog service to the public since 2000. You've seen the request for dogs steadily increase. What is the weirdest story? What is the weirdest case you've been called to? Um, my, the weirdest case was I got a call from a parent down in the alley area, and um, he, he suspected something was going on with his, uh, with his kids. And, and uh, when, I, when I showed up, I, I talked to him. They seemed to be really good kids and everything. And, 
and I sent my dog in the room, and sure enough, he hits on the top drawer, and I marked it. I told the parent, hey, look, check this drawer, and sure enough, there's, you know, 10 bags of uh, methamphetamine sitting up on the top drawer. Jeez, so that's not personal use. No. It, well, this, 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 well, this is the whole this is the whole thing about the story was the kid was selling for extra money through his bedroom window. Uh -huh. Wow. He wasn't no. using. Hmm. Oh, he wasn't using it all. He was just making <laughs> extra money. Making okay. Money. Yes. And, and well, see, that's the thing. You know, I mean, we. He, you know, he admitted like I'm not using. I'm just selling for extra money. And, and, and I was able to grab the narcotics, and you know, again, it was all confidential. And oh. and actually, this kid turned out to be, a, you know, he changed his life. I mean, he, he was like, uh, yeah, I talked to him to today. He's like, I would have never expected that to happen. <laughs> wow. You know, so, are the kids normally present when you do the search? No, no, no. We ask that the kids are not present. Do you fear for your safety? Um, depending on the areas I have to search, but you know, again, I have a dog that's a dual-purpose dog. It's when I'm in a home, I, I know he's going to protect me if I ever need his assistance. So uh, he's a big German Shepherd, so he's trained to, to protect me and also to do his work. Okay, let's give out the website one more time. I'm going to spell it. It's Abbott, but it's spelled A-B-E-T-S-E-C dot com. Of course, we link to everything you hear on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Raul, thanks so much for joining us. Keep us posted. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Good day, everyone. It's Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. I'd like to tackle two old sayings, age-old sayings that I think should be, as of 2010, 2010, I don't know what kind of a person you are, how you say it. I've got some friends who are saying 2010, some friends who are saying 2010. Uh, there are two age-old sayings I'd like to see vanquished as the animal lover that I am, as the party animal that I am. The first is the saying, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Well, why would you? That's insane. What gratification is there in that? If anything, you should uh, perhaps uh, bow your head and take a moment of silence for this fallen animal, one of God's creatures. Why would you... Where does the thought... Pro Who's the guy who came up with, ah, that's like beating a dead horse. Why, have you done that? And it was gratifying in some capacity. I don't even understand the sentiment behind that saying. Was it on a racetrack? Were you yelling at the owner? I told you he would lose. Damn, I told you he would lose. See, now I'm beating a dead horse. That is one saying I want vanquished. Another one I, I would like vanquished along the same lines is, uh, yeah, I'd like to kill two birds with one stone. Well, why kill any birds? Not only do I think it's completely impossible to kill two birds with one stone. I mean, that, that's, that's a hell of a stone. You have a hell of a slingshot. And that's a hell of an emaciated first bird. But who, again, to, to, to ask a question, who came up with that one? You know what I'd like to do today is kill two birds with one stone. You know what I mean? I'd like to get two things done at the same time. Works just as well. Vinny Pet, Party Animal, Animal Radio. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Okay, time to check out the 
fantastic website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. Roxy. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio, baby. Leah. Hey, Leah. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. How can we help you today? We got a little stray kitten, and um, she's wonderful. But when she goes to the litter box, she digs a hole to use the bathroom, but she never covers it up. Hmm. Never. She's kind of like not flushing the toilet, huh? (laughs) Right. And I've taken her little paw and tried to show her how to cover it up. And she, I mean, she will scratch the top of the litter box, Mm. but she Mm -hmm. will not, she will not use the litter to cover up. And I just wondered if there was something that you knew that I could do. Do you have other kitties in the home or is she the only one? No, she's the only baby. Okay. And and the poop, is it normal, uh, soft or anything unusual about that? No, she's already been, we've already taken her to the vet and everything's okay. Um, I just don't know why she does that. Yeah, and you know, basically the instinct, it happens more. We see this problem more in cats that are in single cat homes, and part of it is because there's an instinct to cover their waste when there's other animals around. We don't want to give away the hiding spot where we're at. Or in some actions, it's actually a way to kind of keep a, a marking activity in the home. So I can see that in this situation, especially if it's a youngster, that maybe we haven't quite learned all of those skills. So what you're doing is what I would certainly suggest as far as doing that scratching behavior and actually kind of showing her that. But recognizing this might be partly her style of uh, litter box use. So there are some cats that just don't ever take to really covering their poops. Um, Some other things you can try. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We don't know anything about her little history because she was found at the school that I teach. And, I mean, we don't know if she was thrown out. We don't know if she was surviving on the street. We don't know anything about her history. Sure. And, and there are some things that, you know, you might be able to experiment with and see. And when we have this problem, the, it's basically, I just kind of call this litter box diagnostics. We're just going to try a lot of different things. And uh, if there's a cover on the litter pan, I take that off. Um, because some cats are a little bit more funny about being in a covered litter pan and uh, having those normal behaviors come through. The other thing would be the, 
the nature of the litter. That, what kind is it? Um, you know, is it a sand? Is it a pine litter? Is it uh, the clay litters? Because every cat's a little different, but in general, most cats like that soft stuff, that kind of digging action. And you might need to really experiment and see what your kitty prefers. Um, I, I used to have a cat that loved that scoopable litter, and I, he would go like like slaloming in there, and that litter <laughs> just went flying. And I couldn't stand it. He loved it. I could not live with that arrangement. So we had to go to a clay litter at that point. But you may need to try some different um, substrates okay. and see what might be, you know, the kitty's favorite there. And, and then I did want to ask also, the kitty's not declawed at this time, is it? Oh, no. No, and he won't, okay. and she will not be. No. Good okay. for you. Okay, just to check, making sure, because there are kitties who can have some pain associations with that or with other situations in the litter pan, and they may have some certain, uh, they'll use the litter pan for certain issues, but um, would prefer not to do the full duty in there. So just wanted to check on that. And you know what? Um, if you're going to try some new substrates, can we send her some World's Best Cat Litter? Okay, we, we love World's Best Cat Litter. We use it here at the studios. We've been using it for over a decade here at the studio, and the cats love it. And maybe trying a new substrate, as the doctor says, might be the answer. So we're going to send you free of charge. Okay. Isn't that kind of a Thank weird you. saying, free of charge? It's just free. There's no charge. We're just going to send it and deliver it to your house. Thank Some you. world's best cat litter. Thank you very much for calling, Leo. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. Happy New Year. Yes. Hope you're not feeling like we do. Little hungover. We're a little hungover, and of course... uh, Judy brought back strep throat for the entire staff, except for Bobby, who has her own little big baby. hermetically sealed booth over there. Neener, neener, neener. <laughs> I need one of those hermetically sealed booths. You know, I went in there and licked her keyboard and all that, but I guess oh, it good. didn't work. Oh, jeez, uh, Judy. I tried. I was wondering why this was wet. <laughs> she hasn't I mean, taken her Christmas tree down yet. <laughs> yeah. No, not yet. I don't have to. There's no rule. Yeah, you have a Christmas tree in your booth. Uh, if you if you could see this, ladies and gentlemen, it's a small booth. It's like a uh, twice the size of a telephone booth. And you're in there doing the news with your board in there. And there's a Christmas tree, and you also have Slater sitting next to you. So it's and the lava lamp. And then the lava lamp and the lights are which dim. I have the color blue because I like our sponsor. Yeah, it was red, but then blue came on board. Blue buffalo. There and you said, go. Why there not change go. it for the sponsor? And it's mood lighting, Hal. Mood lighting. Okay. Let's uh, get through this show so Daddy can uh, go home and get some sleep and get rid of this strep throat. What do you say about that? Of course, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is uh, sleeping right now. She does that during the show. She's always very nice and quiet, but she gets dressed up a lot. You dress her up. You're kind of one of those uh, people that we all are afraid of. She she had a lot to do with this next interview. Does she? Did she book this next interview? She told me to book them, yes. It's because I noticed it was like one of those... dogs booking the stuff. Yeah. Hey, she hey. lets me know what she likes. Here's the deal. Okay, Judy was out of town last week, and of course, I had a lot on my platter, so I asked the dog to book the show for this week. And Good move, Hal. We yes. have drug-sniffing dogs on the show today, and then we have <laughs> this here. This is an upscale 
dog boutique. That always scares me when they say dog boutique because I know I'm going to go in there and then come out and have to get some kind of clothing for Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. You're not going to come out empty-handed. This one is in Sierra Madre, California. I believe that's the L.A. area. Isn't that the L.A. area, Sierra Madre? I hope so. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. What's the zip code? <laughs> uh, it's actually 91024, Sierra Madre, California. They're open it's on... either in L.A. or a really good Humphrey Bogart movie. They just opened, 31 East Montecito Avenue. And, uh, of oh, course, yeah, if you're listening in Rhode Island now, it means nothing to you, although... You could go to their website at theshabbydog.com. I wanted to get the founder on, or excuse me, Ladybug wanted to get the founder on (laughs) to talk about what they're doing in in some of the cool shirts. And we have Sandy Lewis on. Hi, Sandy. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. So tell us, brand new store? Yeah, we just just opened up a boutique, as you say. You're a little afraid of those boutiques, but... um, (laughs) We um, we have a company where we manufacture dog products, and it's become so popular we decided to open up a little boutique in front of our warehouse here in Sierra Madre. I'm, I'm originally from Sierra Madre. We're near Pasadena. Oh. If you want to know where this is. Okay. And so we can get everything we're talking about online first and foremost. Is that yes. correct? Yes, okay. you can at theshabbydog.com. You can um, take a look at all of our products. We have some pretty unique stuff that you won't see anywhere else. Judy's looking at one of these shirts right now that says, what does that say, Judy? It says, O-M-G-B-O-L. So figure that out. What does that mean? That means, oh, my God, bark out loud. There you go. That's good. (laughs) Sometimes people have to think about that first. Oh, I knew what it was right away. Oh, good. Do you spend time, who spends the time sitting here thinking up these sayings? Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of a, it's a funny thing because um, I've been in business my whole life. I own a fitness facility. And one of my clients I've had for years is a Seinfeld writer, and he he writes for The Simpsons and Monk. He's a very uh-huh. well-known writer here in L.A. And he loved what I was doing, and we came up with this idea. Of, and he's also um, has a comic strip that's online. It's called The Doozies. And he came up with all of these sayings because he's just a really, really funny guy. So he did this for me personally because he's a great friend of mine. And if you look through the whole line, I mean, there's just hilarious um, like comic strip things that he's done for dogs that we did for the Shabby Dog. But he did those personally for us. I also see that you have these hands-free leashes. Now, I've always been thinking, this is a great idea. Would someone please make a leashless leash? <laughs> a but I don't think leash? that's what this no. is. What is a hands-free leash? Well, I know. It's a, little, it's a little, without actually seeing it, you know, just describing it. What we've done is we've put two clips on each end of a leash, okay? So you have a clip that you put around the dog's collar. At the other end, it also has a clip, Okay. But you wear these designer wrist cuffs. We have them in patent leather and Italian leathers, and they're, they're actually very cute. You can wear them out to dinner if you want. Oh. But it has a D-ring on it, and you clip that clip to your wrist cuff. We call it oh. a wrist cuff. Now, if you choose not to use the wrist cuff, you just simply bend the leash, and it has a D-ring about a foot down the leash where it just hooks on it and becomes a regular leash. And that leash has been phenomenal because... When people are walking their dogs, they can simply take that hoop and hook it around a fence or something very quickly if they want to run in and get their Starbucks coffee. Um, They don't have to take the leash off the dog and intertwine it, where that becomes dangerous for the dog to run off, you know. So the leash itself has become a really big hit for us. Can we go ahead and give some away today? Yeah, we've got the T-shirts and the, the, the... 
Exactly. You guys can give those away. That's great. What kind of teas are these? What do they say on them? Um, they, we have um, all of them. Like one of them says, my other leash is a Gucci, and it has a little dog with his nose <laughs> up in the air. Uh, one, one of our great ones is a dog with a little snarl on his face that says, stop texting and walk faster. Uh, how <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and we have one for the holidays called Fleas Navidad. Instead oh. of fleas, fleas. <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah, very, very cute. One that says, Sniff Happens. Um, I have no idea where I'm going. And then we have a really cute one that says, iPaw, instead of iPod, iPod and the dog yeah. holding on <laughs> to an iPod. You know? Beautiful. Very cute. These are great. Yeah, let's, uh, let's give away some of those, too. Uh, thanks to the shabbydog.com. They have their boutique in Los Angeles, the Shabby Dog Boutique at 31 East Montecito Avenue. I'm sorry, near Pasadena in Sierra Madre. California. That whole area, to me, is the Los Angeles area. Yeah, it, it is. So we're, we're a unique little town tucked up here next to the mountains. So. so if you live out there, or if you're listening on coast in Los Angeles, head on out there. Spend some time uh, visiting and get your dog some uh, some of those clothes you didn't get them for Christmas or Hanukkah. Yeah. You're gonna. You're on your way down. I know you're, oh, you're, you're yeah. there all the time. Um, are, your yeah. dog is gonna be so decked out. Oh, isn't she? <laughs> She's gonna be so shabby. <laughs> Sandy, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having us. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That number is open all week long, so you can get your questions answered and your answers questioned. <laughs> Almost got out of the show alive. You could also email us. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. All of our email addresses are there. Have a great week. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio Network.